John, do you know what the fastest growing segment in the motorcycle industry is? I do. What is it? Adventure touring. Darn right. You know what that is? Yes, I know what it is. It's like riding up in the mountains with rocks and stumps and stuff like that. Riding, getting into your environment, the place that you love, Mark. Yeah. You love being in the environment, walking with the trees. You know, I can't wait to take my motorcycle into the trees. We are excited because uh, Lauren Banks is the guy to teach people how to do this and has uh, got some really interesting things to talk about. So Fantastic. Welcome to the Behind the Bars podcast, where we discuss all things motorcycles, memories, and mayhem. Oh, this is awesome. Sponsored by Wilkins Harley-Davidson. Let's get this thing started. Here's John and Mark. With us today is Lauren Banks. Lauren owns a company called Adventure Riders International. And um, I'm not even going to venture into um, all the things that he has been involved with, but um, welcome, Lauren. Well, thanks for having us. Welcome, Lauren. It's good to have you. Yes, your page of credentials is lengthy. So, Lauren, <laughs> give, give us a little bit of a background on, you know, I mean, you've been riding for uh, since, I guess, in the 70s. But uh, kind of advance forward, you know, you started racing motorcycles in the 70s. And then, and then how did that take off into this whole... Um, you know, you're training military, federal law enforcement, government agencies on motorcycles. Get, get, get me into how we how that led up to that. Well, way back, we'll try not to make this too long, but back in the early 90s, I moved to the States um, and went uh, road racing in the States, ended up running AMA Nationals on a superbike. From there, I transitioned off the bikes into the cars and got involved in, in teaching for several different racing schools, different uh, manufacturers, and that led into military training. Um, we ended up doing some training for U.S. Special Forces on motorcycles, and at the same time, I was working for BMW down at their factory in South Carolina, both as a motorcycle and car instructor. And I thought to myself, well, nobody has really taken a lot of this training and, and basically made it available in other parts of the country. So essentially, that's what we ended up doing with it. I apologize, you got me on my uh, company phone here, and I had a couple of calls coming through there. But um, essentially, that's how it all transitioned into Adventure Riders International. We took it public and and just started uh, giving the training that we did with the um, SF guys to the general public. Interesting. And tell me about that training, Lauren. I mean, what when you're taking these people out on these on motorcycles and sort of uh, demanding environments. I mean, what 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 do you you know? Someone that's been riding a motorcycle all their life, but but unfamiliar with you know adventure backgrounds. What what are you teaching? What are you you know? What are you showing them? Well, the biggest thing on an adventure bike. As, uh, the capabilities of the bike are actually as capable as most enduro and motocross bikes. The, the biggest difference is, of course, dealing with the weight. 
Um, an adventure bike as, as will go pretty much any place a, a 450 will go. It's just your technique needs to change. On, on a lighter uh, enduro bike or a motocross bike, you use a lot of momentum uh, and, and speed to get you through a lot of stuff. On a big adventure bike, you it's almost a modified pile type of riding. You can't go you can't go as quick because the bike's not made for it. You're going to damage the bike or yourself. So you have to use balance and technique that a lot of people uh, those skills come into uh, achievement when you do trials riding. So essentially, we work on balance being up on the peg and the capability to control the bike with the clutch, the brake, and the throttle. So, Lauren, what is what is the suspension like on an adventure bike like this, and, and how, how, how different is it than a street uh, type of a motorcycle? Well, the biggest thing on an adventure bike is primarily from the factories they're sprung pretty light to give you uh, a fairly nice handling bike on the street. And I kind of giggle when people talk about adventure bikes in the car industry. We talk about SUVs as being, um, you know, something that might uh, 5% of its life actually end up on a gravel road. And that's kind of the same thing with adventure bikes. We kind of giggle a little bit and almost label them as the SUVs of the motorcycle industry. But... The, the biggest thing with the suspension is it, it's fairly lightly strong for off-road use. So that's the biggest um, disadvantage on an adventure bike. Um, right as soon as you go to a heavier spring rate on those bikes, they actually become really capable off-road. And that's the biggest thing most people fight when when they take their stock at a venture bike off-road is that it's just sprung light and it tends to want to bottom out and, and high center on, on obstacles that you normally wouldn't have that problem with on on a lighter, uh, you know, dual-purpose dual motorcycle or an enduro bike. So, so, Lauren, what does the terrain look like that you're characterizing here as an adventure um, uh, experience? I mean, are we talking about, like, going down mountainsides on boulders and stumps, or are we still, like, on back roads? What, what's the terrain like, and what, what's the most challenging terrain that you guys deal with? Well, the terrain varies uh, quite a bit, compared, you know, depending on the rider. Uh, I've had I've trained guys that are hard what I call hard core, which is uh, basically taking a, a five six hundred pound adventure bike into single track situations with stumps and roots and, and all kinds of stuff you you'd encounter with an enduro bike. The other end of the spectrum is just getting somebody comfortable on a gravel road. Probably the hardest medium, and this is whether it doesn't matter if you're on a motocross bike or an adventure bike, is is sand and mud. Those are the two uh, hardest mediums for people to get used to. And we do quite a bit of training in eastern Canada at our facility here uh, that deal with both those mediums. So I can see John cringing over here because 
He's kind of like a, you know, a crunchy environmentalist. And when you said that, like, you're putting these bikes over roots and stumps and stuff, I could see he's like really worried about the environmental impact. John, uh, let's let Lauren explain. I mean, how do you how do you deal with that portion of it? And is it an issue for what you do? Well, I'm I'm very lucky to live where I'm living. Uh, Eastern Canada, the trail system in New Brunswick is actually a really well kept secret, and I probably just uh, exposed it. But uh, the trail systems back here are unbelievable, and the environmental impact on it really isn't that great compared to some other forms of uh, off road entertainment, uh, whether that be side-by-sides or the ATVs, but to be quite honest with you, with an adventure bike, as I was stating at first, it's a, it's a much um, slower, methodical way of riding, therefore you're not tearing up the terrain like you would on, on uh, mm. some of the lighter bikes. Mm. So, you know, we, we definitely take care and, and uh, try and preserve uh, as much of the trail systems as possible. Uh, wheel spin is a disadvantage on any bike. Anytime you're, you're spinning, you're losing grip. And that holds true for a big bike like an adventure bike as well. So, Lauren, wh- tell me, um, and just, just for the record, um, Mark is referencing, he, he, he believes that I'm a, a crunchy guy. I, I'm not a one of those crunchy guys. He tends to be... Um, one of those crunchy guys and he, and he makes fun of me. Um, he eats a lot of kale and he, he eats uh, CBD oil at night, all that stuff. But aside from that, Lauren, you know, what are some challenges on a new rider that's been riding on the street that all of a sudden wants to get into adventure touring that, that, that contacts you for private coaching or maybe a group coaching? What do you find that they, you run into with them that they just, they're ready to throw in the towel. It's just overly challenging. Um, probably the biggest thing is the riding position uh, when going from street riding to off-road riding. Off-road riding, you're very seldom sitting down, and that's, a, that's something that a lot of people struggle with at first. Uh, the other thing, I guess, that a lot of people struggle with is how to actually stop a bike on gravel and dirt as opposed to pavement. And they, they feel, you know, there, there's a big fear there of using the front brake. And that's one thing that we cover on the first morning of a, of a private session is just to see where they are as far as being able to stop and control the motorcycle. You're never going to go quick unless you have the confidence that, you know, you've got this machine under control. And that confidence all starts with being able to uh, stop the bike when needed. So that, those are probably the two biggest things is just standing up uh, pretty much all day long and then uh, being able to use the brakes efficiently so they don't feel out of control or, or if the bike starts to maybe get a little ahead of them, they, they know they can reel it back in with ease. Now, Lauren, I know you train um, folks in the military as well. 
what's can you can you tell us any good stories as far as teaching um you know special forces or or any folks in the military where you've trained and you've seen the bikes in in use or learned later on that they were in use for for something So, Lauren, you're probably aware that uh, Harley-Davidson has in, in the works uh, a new model coming out in the next couple of years called the Pan America, uh, which is a dual sport motorcycle. I'm wondering if you know much about it, um, and, and, and is it the type of motorcycle that you're describing? So, Lauren, as I read through your bio, I see that there's also a fair amount of experience uh, with some flat track racing. Now, were you um, a racer or a trainer, or what, what's going on with you in flat track? Oh, back when I was a kid, I raced flat track probably from the time I was 12 until, uh, I don't know, my late teens. And just really enjoy the sport. I had an opportunity to go down and train with uh, Johnny Lewis at his school in Florida a couple of winters ago with some friends of mine. And it's it just uh, it's really taken a resurgence in the state. Uh, it's starting to catch on again up in Canada as well. So it's, it's a lot of fun, and it, it gets you used to a bike moving underneath you constantly. Uh, which prepares you for pretty much every other medium that you're ever you're ever going to ride a motorcycle on. You, you really won't be comfortable on a bike until you are comfortable with the bike moving around, especially if you're off-road with it. Very interesting, Lauren. We were also reading about these proprietary modules that you've developed for training. Can you tell us more about that? What exactly is the as a proprietary module? 
Well, we, we learn basically just that how you instruct courses. You know, you have a certain way of instructing courses that you, that are, I guess are proprietary to dynamics and sus the motorcycle dynamics, suspension, repairs, I gotcha. that kind of thing. Okay. So, yeah, um, basically over the years with uh, car instructing, bike instructing, going to different schools, uh, I've taken a lot of uh, very good sections out of a lot of these different areas and, and basically came up with my own formula on, on how to instruct. And uh, I guess I kind of approach things a little different. Uh, we challenge people a little more than you would if you went to some of the other adventure schools that are out there. And I try and very much um, customize each teaching uh, module for the audience that I'm dealing with. Most schools that you go to are they're a, what I call a cookie-cutter school. You're going to get the exact same uh, curriculum. doesn't matter if you're uh, a pro or, or an amateur. Uh, they've got you know, their way of doing things, and, and that's kind of how it sticks. I've found that tailoring it to my audience and, and being able to uh, pull on a lot of years of experience to switch things up uh, works really well. Uh, give me, a, for instance, I had a, a gentleman a few years ago that came in with an African twin, and he was pretty advanced. He could wheel a bike quite well, but one thing he was struggling with was how to wheelie the bike and how to get the front end light to hop it up over logs and and uh, do some some pretty aggressive hill climbs with it. So we spent pretty much a full day on clutch control and on how to get grip and to get the front end of that bike light in certain situations. And you know, that, that's what he wanted to do for the day. Um, you know, uh, it, it's just, it's a lot of fun to be able to take somebody from a point of, you know, a very accomplished rider and then giving him another tool in his bag of tricks uh, by the end of the day. He, he was really, really um, stoked over the whole day. He had a lot of fun, and it was a lot of fun working with him. Well, Lauren, I know your time is valuable, and uh, you're you're up in Canada currently, right? Yeah, I was born and raised in uh, eastern Canada, a town called Moncton, New Brunswick, and I had an opportunity to move back home in 2007. Uh, so, yeah, we've been we've been home ever since. Well, we we value your time. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, jumping on the line with us today on Behind the Bars podcast, and. Uh, we look forward to uh, obviously, you know, monitoring some of the different things you're doing, and hopefully at some point in time, Mark or myself could uh, could join up with you and uh, take one of these courses that you put on. Thanks for listening to the Behind the Bars podcast, sponsored by Wilkins Harley Davidson. Stay tuned for our next exciting podcast. Check out additional information on WilkinsHarley.com.